Are we live? The vulnerable. Y'all already know what's going on, man. <laughs> I thought you had a whole script that you usually do at the beginning. You've been so meticulous at keeping to the script. I I I am still gonna bring us in how I always do, but it's so good to just be amongst friends. You know what I mean? Where you have the space to just be loose with it. So yes, the vulnerable are powerful. Definitely. And the most gangster thing you could do is serve. And this is all the way live. Hey man, we are back in this thing one more again. And as is customary on this show, we do not go any further without dropping hella bombs and hella drops. So let's do that to let them know what time it is. Are we live? Yes, sir. I believe we are all the way live. Hey, man, this is all the way live podcast. You know what it is. Every week, me and my brother, Miles, we get here together. We take things, topics, and ideas that interest us, that interest you. We apply our mind to it and deliver you a show that is carefully curated content for your cranium consistently for the sole convenience. I don't, I don't think that's the right word. I just wanted another C word, but for the sole purpose, no. nonetheless, of being <laughs> a positive, a positive outlet for people, man. This show right here is a a, a welcome, uh, is a family space, man, a familiar space. Whether it's one person, 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people, 1 million people, it don't matter to us. Absolutely everybody is welcome over here. You know what it is. That's right. Perfect. You know what else is going on, man. I can't go no further into the show without letting you know something my brother didn't know I was going to share with y'all, man. This is the birthday episode. Hold on. Are we live? That's right. Are we That's live? right. Your boy, we back to back with the <laughs> celebrations and air horns. You know what I mean? And acknowledgements for my homie. Your birthday is two days from now, man. You know? In the midst of traveling, in the midst of going back to school. It is. How do you how do you feel? How do you how do you plan to celebrate? Do you want to disclose? The the, hey, the, man. the numbers on the board. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, dude. If I'm if I'm being honest, you know, I'm all about I'm all about uh, celebration, and I'm all about you know um, allowing uh, just allowing space for celebration because I don't think it's something that we do enough of. But if I'm being honest, man, I'm so just filled to the brim with gratitude for for just life for everything that. We have the chance of doing. We get to wake up every morning and do what we love. And that to me is the greatest gift. And we've got our health, the family's okay. So it's one of those, it's one of those few times where it's just like, you know, if even if I don't have anything planned, I'm not necessarily planning something. I am on a business trip, so I'll be working through it. So it seems, but what I will do is allow myself the time to reflect, allow my the time to just appreciate is living this long man because we weren't supposed to make it this far yeah well i won't i won't belabor this i just wanted to give you some space to 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 grace us with your words of wisdom as you do to celebrate you you know what i'm saying and you know what if y'all got a birthday out there let us know 
we this is a this show is a celebration of celebrating so we we could not overlook that and of course you know we'll ask you post in our next episode about some of those reflections uh on on your birthday but i gotta i gotta let y'all know that that's what's happening in cape town cape town this podcast <laughs> cape is town to that's right that's right this podcast is brought to you from cape town for the current moment you know my as my brother makes some moves you see the art don't stop though that's still in the background what up to the youtube audience Shout out y'all on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, wherever podcasts found too. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. This side, I love to be able to say this. Y'all already know what's going on. This podcast is recorded on stolen land. You know what I'm saying? We are in Chicago. This land was cared for by the Potawatomi people. The Council of the Three Fires and the violence done to remove them from this land is inseparable from the violence that we see in this city today, the violence that we see in this country today, and the violence that we see in the world today. So every single episode, we lift up love for indigenous people the world over. We lift up love between black and brown people the world over. We form in coalitions, you know what I'm saying? We build them, we build in communities. That's what, what this podcast is about. That's what this space is about. You know what I'm saying? But with that intro mm-hmm. over, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Yo, there's so much that we get to talk about. And there's there's so much content that we had a lot of fun uh, going through in preparation for this show. Um, in the midst of, you know, sometimes as we, sometimes with these shows, what we do is we'll speak about something and then it'll, and then afterwards, it either the story then becomes a lot bigger than it was at the particular time or the public interest um, starts to, you know, the public interest starts to pick up. So from a, a content curation point of view, right, it's just been, it's very interesting to see our relationship with the words that we have already said with respect to how the world is acknowledging the things that we, we're speaking about. Yeah, well said, well said. And I think the... My contribution and my my what I wanted to kind of add to this conversation was that as we continue to like discuss things, we want this show to purposely be one that we talk about how we talk about things. We talk about, you know, we start the show like we did, the vulnerable, powerful, we're vulnerable and talking about what it's like to work through these topics in real time, right? And 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 to share. And I think it's also important for us to not wait until something goes super left to do that. You know what I mean? Just getting in the habit of, of, of checking ourselves, acknowledging when yeah. we're wrong, but we'll get there. I think first uh, is important. Last week we talked about what's going on in Afghanistan. Uh, we talked about the, the, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even that mass exodus of, of people that are, are fearing what this new incoming Taliban regime might mean. The Taliban has released a lot of statements saying that it's kind of shifting its views from what uh, its 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 rule kind of meant, especially in terms of women, for for women's rights uh, in in the spaces that they occupy. So people's confidence in that, um, I, w- I would say, their their the desire to leave the country and desires kind of minimizing it. We've seen crazy videos of people doing you know, extreme going to extremes to try and to try and exit. Mm. Uh, And so, yeah, we just want to we just want to continue. That's still happening, you know, just because we talked about it one week doesn't mean it's over. So I just wanted to kind of go back and and again, lift up love for the people of Afghanistan. uh, And yeah, for remind everybody to 
continue to follow the situation. You know what I mean? We we can't just get yeah. in the habit. You know, it's hard not to just look and click and look away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not over. So I guess we're not done with it either. Yeah. Have you seen the have you seen the images and videos of the, the, the parents hoisting up their babies to U.S. soldiers over barbed wire like a barbed fence? Man, yeah, extremes, 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 bro. Extremes, dude. You know, a lot of what I've been hearing in conversation that is that people um, were grabbing onto the, the wings of planes, the staircases of planes as they were trying to take off. Some people even lost their lives. And it's it's put me yeah. in a conflicted place of just being like, it's these horrific things that we are, one, becoming so desensitized to, but like, why does it have to be something so like it like it has to be that the people wanting to leave isn't enough knowing mm-hmm. the history of the area isn't enough you know for us to really talk about it and for for everybody i'm glad that we have the video capabilities that we do and that is kind of uh catalyzed and 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 furthered stories of of all different types and in, in terms of social issues but i've just been it's been gut-wrenching to think about those videos and, and having this weird mm-hmm. feeling of like i'm glad people are get a chance to see what's happening but it's also horrible and i want the proper respect put on the people that it's hap- that are experiencing it it's a it's tough yeah but I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, there's no way to fully be able to care about absolutely everything that's going on, right? We've spoken about that so many times on the show, which is that, like, there's so much happening in the world. You, on one end, we're looking at what's happening in Afghanistan, and, it, and it's sad, right? And then you look at what's happening in Haiti, like we spoke about, uh, like we spoke about last week as well, where they are, they have been hit back to back with natural disasters, and now they're only now starting to get the aid coming in slowly and also the rescue mission is only happening days after the events actually happened which means that a lot of the people that could have survived are you know have, have lost their lives spending days under the rubble and stuff like that and then you it's it's, it's 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 all over and i think that's the difficult thing about social media right is that we are so overexposed to information on one end it helps because now we're more cognizant of what's happening and we're aware but then on the other end, it's like, I, how much actually can I care about it? And what can I do about that? What do, what do I do if I do, in fact, care? Yeah. And as somebody who finds myself caring about a whole bunch of stuff, uh, I think trying to organize that information and process it, I, I, I'm always trying to make connections. You know what I mean? That's kind of what the brain does is it makes shortcuts, right? Uh, the scientific word is like heuristics, but there's also like biases, like... Uh, uh, recency bias and, and stuff like that. So when we were having the conversation mm-hmm. about Haiti, I think just being impassioned, leading in from the conversation about Afghanistan, I think I was just like, uh, yeah, I was I was trying to make these connections. And so I was talking about climate change in terms of the topics that we've discussed in the past on this podcast, uh, in terms of natural weather events that have been devastating to certain populations. And that's not necessarily the case in Haiti. Right. There's a there's a fault line that Haiti's on as my brother kind of uh, was was grateful enough to gracious enough to point out to us during the podcast. Can you run kind of that geological factoid back by us, my guy? I mean, like to understand what's happening in Haiti is you understanding the 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 placements of tectonic plates. Right. So what you'll have is an area that is a lot 
pro that is more prone to having earthquakes is an area that's moving in terms of its tectonic plates. So you have two plates usually moving one under each other, one over each other, and they're causing a lot of friction. Sometimes that happens in the ocean where you'll have a tsunami where that pressure then gets released and then a spur of water comes. And then if we're just talking about on land, you'll have these terremotos, as they has, as they would say in, in Espanol, terremotos. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for, yeah, bringing the knowledge on that and uh, and for schooling me, right? So last podcast, uh, before he before he said that, I was linking what happened to climate change. And I just wanted to just take a moment, like I was alluded to earlier, to like not wait for somebody else to point it out, to put us in the habit of being like, eh, that was wrong. You know what I mean? I was wrong. I'm glad we brought the proper information to the forefront. Uh, and yeah, just make that a habit about how we how we have discussions and encourage you guys as the audience to to join us in that. You know what I mean? I'm sure there are times where we both nodding along to some. You know what I mean? We we disagree on a lot of things, but we agree on a lot of things as well. So if y'all are out there disagreeing hard and the facts disagree, let us know. You know what I mean? Like and talking about a lot That's of real. that we yeah yeah. And talking about a lot of things that we care about, I think we end up speaking on a lot of subjects that we're we're just getting into, or our knowledge might be uh, have varying depths depending on the nuances of the conversation, right? And I think it's important to acknowledge that, and it's important to not act like we know everything, and it's important to, yeah, just continue to be humble as people that are putting these conversations out here, uh, and and. Yeah, I mean, speak on a lot of things. I don't want this podcast to ever yeah. sound preachy. I don't want this podcast to ever sound like you know we're we're trying too hard to to sound smart. I think we're we're working through all of this stuff in real time, and we appreciate being able to share that with you guys. And uh, we just want to be yeah. transparent as possible about all of that. <laughs> no, it's not about that. But I like what you're saying. Normalize, normalize correcting each other, right? I I recently said something. On, on when we were doing our, the, the 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 baby episode, speaking about, um, I was referring to I, I I don't recall exactly what it was, but you know you're able to correct me, and I think that's like the when we think about man sharpens man as iron sharpens iron, a saying that you like to say a lot, right? Is that we make each other better as people. That's why they say the average of the people you hang around is who you become, because if you are around people who are intentional about making sure that the information that you are sharing is accurate information that are okay to correct you that's a real friend but somebody that isn't isn't i recently wore some bright pink vans and i got grilled by the people that i love so <laughs> and that's the type of vulnerability that makes this podcast great can we have the vans can we see the vans no <laughs> no i don't have those vans dude i put them in the box and it was so sad because somebody got them it was such a kind gesture and I was a man and they lit my, they lit me up man. they put me on a oh. barbecue grill one day we'll have to we'll have to revisit the worst gifts we've received and like tried to pull off like stuff that just wasn't us and the worst stuff we've given you know what I mean for people to, to have to deal with or, or try to or to try to rock uh but yeah man I, 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 I appreciate you um I I think that yeah this podcast is all about making teachable moments and 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 seizing that so you know i mean i don't i don't, I don't intend to 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 go on a soliloquy about every time I, I realize i was wrong you know and try and try and clean it up but you know i do want to make it a, a habit of us just yeah just not waiting for shit to go left for us to 
acknowledge that shit ain't right. Uh, that is definitely. Oh, definitely. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna lead us to the next topic, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm rocking with what you're saying. Before, yeah, just before we go to the next topic, I just want to recenter that that whole conversation was about Haiti. So. What's going on there is messed up. They hadn't had the opportunity to recover from previous natural disasters. Their president was assassinated just only a few months ago. There's a lot going on. And so just recentering the whole point is to lift up love for people that are going through it. Um, and so, yeah, pray, pray for Haiti, for real. Yeah, man, if you're looking for examples of destitute and you're looking for examples of just abject poverty, um, Haiti's a good place to Haiti's a good place to 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 look at, right? And not from a not from a uh, from a perverse standpoint, right? But just for if you're trying to understand exactly how bad things can get for some people, countries like Haiti, countries like Djibouti, countries like South Sudan, um, countries like places like Southside Chicago in some instances, places like so Soweto, South Africa. There's a lot of these examples, but if we're looking at Abject, abject poverty, man. Haiti is, Haiti is, 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 is really, really, really bad. And as you said, there's political issues, environmental issues. Who knows um, what it takes to what it would take to get that country to be back on its feet? But that, how it stands right now, man, that is a very sad situation. What's happening in Haiti? Yeah, big facts, big facts. Yep. So we lift up love over there. You know what I'm saying? We lift up knowledge. There's reasons for every single place he named. There are reasons that aren't geological for them being in the situations that they are in. You know what I mean? There's colonialism. Look it up. Yo, some dope stuff that I found. Actually, check it out. The Armchair Historian. If you type that into Google, there comes up this website. He's got YouTube videos, right? It's like uh, animated history, right? And it's And it's... It doesn't get too deep, but it gives you a good idea, and it's pretty fact, pretty good in terms of being based in in, in fact and being reliable and uh, validatable. But it's dope because mm. it's very digestible in terms of being animated historical content. But if you go to the website, it's on YouTube. But if you go to the website, the Armchair Historian, there's a map of the world, and you can pick a time period. We getting real nerdy now, but there's a map of the world. And you oh, can pick nice. a time period and choose and watch a historical video about you know what the world was like in that area. This is not an ad. It could be armchair historian. It really could be. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, check that. Check that out. Check that out, yo. That's dope. And if you're speaking about history, man, it actually leads me to this next topic of ours because Kendrick Lamar's relationship with TDE is about to be considered history. Hey, y'all, come look at this. So, I guess I'll, I'll, I want to start this conversation by what, what do you, what do you know of this? What, what do I know of it? Um, what, what I know, I mean, everything that we've read, right? If we're going through the, the, if we're going through like what was said, I, I saw the, the, the the link that K that K dot had dropped to uh, the Oklahoma 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 the Oklahoma site and <laughs> I think part of the point is that we all seem like look and sound super silly trying to figure out what he, <laughs> what that means success o success but yes Oklahoma the Oklahoma site. and uh, the Oklahoma site and then we have what 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 
Kendrick put out essentially referring to that this is his last time in TV. This is his last um, album that's going to be on TV, and from there is going to be pursuing, um, you know, that after the last, last album pursuing, and I quote, his heart's pursuits. I know we got the letter. You know what I mean? Kendrick sent us an email. Mm-hmm. It was very heartfelt, letting us know that he's been, you know, processing, watching the world evolve collecting beach cruisers but i know you a fan Mm -hmm. fan so i know you know something what's this been saying you know what i'm saying let us know (laughs) you know miles i I reached out to scissor you know what i'm saying i did reach out to scissor um i i I dropped a hey in the dm she hasn't responded back you know but what we do know (laughs) and i'll keep reaching out you know not for me but for the podcast i want to let the listeners know you guys i am very ready I'm prepared. I will do everything I can to speak with Scissor. I promise that not just for me, but for the content of this show and the listeners. I promise you that. All right. Well, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll add you to the list then, if we can. We, if we may, we'll add you to the list of volunteers. Uh, I think there's only one or, <laughs> one or two one or two blokes ahead of you. Uh, you know, I I've, I've started the list, so naturally I'm at the top of it, but you know, I'm just afraid of my name. Essentially, just on the paper, so that I, I knew it, it was fine. But I'll put your name right. It's called Bowser's list. I'll put your it's name. It's called right Bowser's list. Your name's right. You're right there. If for some reason I cannot be our scissor correspondent, then you got it, buddy. You got it. But thanks. I am. I am at this moment uh, unable to say that I have. I've been successful in being our scissor correspondent. I do listen to a lot of reason, though. Thank you for pulling up this 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 letter. And what I'll say that I know about the background of this, right, is actually one of the last the last track, I think, on Reason's last album, New Beginnings, Window Cry. There's a surprisingly like candid verse at the end of it where he talks about the situation with TDE. Uh, He talks about feeling like he's been benched. He talks about feeling like the label uh, is a is a family. But, you know, they're now obviously, as any record label does, signed him because of his potential and his potential earnings. Right. And so it was it was interesting because it was like, yo, shout out to TDE for letting that drop. But also it was uh, one of these instances that's very familiar. We've seen of artists getting at the label on the record. And so for me, as somebody who is a really big fan of reason, a really big fan of the entire TDE camp, that was a moment of being like, oh, there's something going on here. Right. And we hear nothing from Kendrick. But for this to for this to follow, I immediately connected those two. So thank you for pulling up the the letter. I don't know if you wanna you wanna give us a couple snippets of what he of what he said or. Um, I mean, there's there's as Kendrick fans, we had a field day tearing this apart, right? This is this is the first that we've heard from K Dot since Damn, which came out, uh, 2017. Uh, so that's you know we're we're teetering now on almost uh, four on four years without getting actual a full length project from K Dot. Um, I think, as you said, putting combining the some of the let's say some of the grievances that the that people on on TD had. I mean, you're looking at Scissor Scissors complained about. Uh, she didn't tell me this per se yet, but. She has complained about albums dropping and being held up. You do hear it's it, and the, there's a there's a there's a before the Rashad album dropped, a lot of people were saying that TDE is a dying uh, is a dying label. I don't necessarily agree with that uh, per se, but that perception that TDE punch 
uh, Tiff, all the people that started TDE hold music back and aren't very forthcoming with the way that they handle their artists and in the way that they drop their music. SZA has complained that, I mean, you know, if you think about the momentum that SZA had coming into this year with Good Days, with um, the other single that she had dropped out, those are smashes and those should be, those can quickly be converted into an album. But all to say, it to me, this confirms to a certain extent the... The, the 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 trouble in paradise between artist relations and label relationships, especially with TDE. And I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that, specifically artist and label relationships. But I knew you had the scissor T. I knew you did. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for thank you for sharing it with us. And actually that's a great idea. If scissor ever made tea, I will I would also purchase that. Um, but I digest. I want to also talk about why you know that, why we are going through this like noir detectives, you know what I'm saying? It's been, you know, eight years, 17 months since we were first elated by the sounds of Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, Kendrick is important to us, I think, because we discovered Good Kid Mad City kind of to, to, together. You know, that album dropped, uh, a couple, like, very, at a very important moment in our friendship. Uh, you know, even, even, bonding over section 80 to after we left school for you know getting the whole crew together uh to go to a kendrick show kendrick has been you know a staple of our of our friendship and you know of our conversations of even this podcast of 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 and as the yeah the 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 goat mc right now of his generation right you know what i mean there's there's a reason why he means so much to us while we're we're, we're so easily willing to go into a topic like this and bring this podcast back to his roots, you know, of, of hip hop. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, I, I was, the last thing I was just going to say is that it's important that Kendrick would like, despite, you know, we, we have obviously a high opinion of him, but he's, you know, the first rapper to win a, a Pulitzer prize, you know what I mean? For, for his, for his writing. Right. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's, inc- it's incredible what he's been able to, accomplished to pimp a butterfly is being studied in, in college classrooms for that artist to be silent during 2020 the one of the most tumultuous years one of the most emotionally confusing years years where i think a lot of people could have used art was interesting as somebody who had been so outspoken and to think that yeah. now that might that tde might have had something to do with that i think adds another layer to this and i wanted to get your thoughts on that not definitely i mean and like i think referring back to what he written right it says i spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts writing listening and collecting beach cruises the morning rides keep me on a hill of silence i go months without a phone love loss and grief have disturbed my comfort zone but the glimmers of god speaking through my music and family just reading through that it does he, he does allude heavily to a mindset that makes it difficult to be able to engage with either with fan base and his passion for making art as comfortably as he'd like to, right? And so on one end, as a fan, you're just like, come on, K-Dot, come drop that shit. But on the other hand, you know, we've been protecting Naomi Osaka all of these months when she says this, and I'm just not in the mental mood in order to be able to perform. And if we're going to take this 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 genre as a competitive sport that it is, then it's only fair at the same time that if when a dude comes to um, our best, regardless of how bad we'd like for them to to, to drop music for us, um, it is um, 
no matter how bad we'd like them to drop music for us, it does sometimes. You do have to be a little bit more considerate just regarding someone's mental state. And as you said, like the, the few months that we had come through were very, very difficult. I mean, these months we went through COVID, people lost their jobs, people losing lives. And and for us to all expect us to to react the same or just because you have money or fame that you're unaffected by the the weirdness of, of what life is, you know, it's, it, it sounds like the, the our man is going through it a bit. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, recentering like his humanity as, as a part of this conversation. I think that's I think that's hugely important uh, because, yeah, if we're if we're really listening to his music and we're really, you know, about like learning from that type of that type of stuff and that energy, then I think it's important to to be. Yeah. Like mindful of like that's what he talks about is energy is respecting people's, you know, thinking about people's. Yeah, just care, thoughtfulness in general. So I appreciate you bringing it back. Right. You were smiling. What's up? Just because you were switching the I was the switching the around. cameras around. Yeah. <laughs> I switched the yeah. videos you're around. A, and you're, I know a, you're a maestro over that. there. You're killing it. Yo, shout out to the YouTube <laughs> audience. I hope y'all are, y'all got to give it up. Snaps and air horns and stuff like that. Hold on again. Fizway, Fizway providing a crazy experience, but we love you too, audio listeners. You know what I'm saying? We we got nothing but love in our hearts. Again, for the whoops of the for the for the underground. You know what I'm saying? Y'all that are on Apple Music, Spotify, we love you. Um, but yeah, man, uh, we sure. love Kendrick. That's it. That's that's it. But uh, yeah, man, I hope I'm glad to. I was somebody who was certainly like, yo, I don't think we're getting any more albums from Kendrick, and I'm cool with that. I will treat his discography like fine wine and remove it from the shelf. You know, when I need a little boost or pick me up, it's a great to hear that he's, uh, yeah, think that, that we're going to be getting something soon. Um, but I, I, and watching the the Kanye fans in the, in the Donda debacle, I'm, I'm very much like, yo, <laughs> cool. When it comes, it comes. I, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this, this, this wave of, of, of hysteria over, over when the records, when the records, the records dropping. Uh, did you see that Kanye is coming to Chicago for to to do Donda at Soldier Field? Are you going to be headed that way? Uh, I will be nowhere near Soldier Field on that day. But uh, yeah, good good for all the people that that I mean, yeah, I guess a few thousand people will hear the album at a time. That's interesting. That's that's good good for them. Good for him. Um, but I as yeah, you know, we we can spend. E- just as much, if not more, time talking about Kanye as we can about as we can about Kendrick, artists that I think have really influenced us, you know, in our development as as, as young as young whippersnappers, and even to just see them grow into men, you know, and see hip hop grow and evolve and falter and stumble and 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 shine. It's been really educational. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 I feel like Kendrick feels about music with. Kanye and talking about him. I'm just not in the right mental space to think about deal with Kanye. <laughs> I'm, I would rather collect uh, music from other artists and you know think about my family and our well being. No gracias, no gracias with the with the Kanye stuff right now. Uh, our Owami dropped a a link in our group chat of the of the Donda leak. Have you listened to the Donda leak? I have not listened to the Donda leak. Is it is it is it hot fire? Is it Dylan? I hear I hear I hear it slaps. I hear it slaps. Those are the words that I'm hearing. I hear it slaps. But once I get into the, the right mindset, 
Okay. I've downloaded it. I just haven't listened to it. I'm listening to all this other super gangster hip hop that's coming out that I just can't wait to get for us to talk about. Yes, y'all already know, man. We keep it in super hip hop. We appreciate y'all rocking for all the ways that these podcasts could go, man. You know, we we give you heavy news one day and we give you, you know, heavy chill another day. You never know, but it's always love. Um, Miles, this is a conversation that we need to have. Uh, that is very near and dear to to you. Um, I don't know if you want to be able to lead us on this current news of ours, brother. Take us there. Um, my mind just immediately started racing for like good reasons that this conversation would be near and dear to my heart after that setup. But checkmate, good, good, well played, sir. Perfect. Well played, well played. I'll just have to own it. Yes, I love OnlyFans. I was an only fan. Uh, I wasn't actually because as this conversation will show, I don't know all that much about only fans, but apparently what I do know is that they are moving away from their explicit content. And that was kind of the only thing that I didn't know about them. So what's what, what, what the guan? <laughs> what is, what is there going to be left of only fans? If it doesn't have the only thing that I knew it for, and that was scandalous risque materials. I mean, Listen, man, with with what we've been <laughs> nice killing it with the visuals. <laughs> Miles was refunded for explicit content. Oh, defense. Wait, what? Oh, you, you, you too wanted. Oh, for the audio audience, Zoya's put up a banner that says Miles wants refund. For explicit content on OnlyFans, and that is, uh, if you uh, if you got a dollar for me, I'll hold that. But I don't think I I don't think I <laughs> my I made any that is hilarious. That is well, yeah. That you with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Look how he, and he quickly changes it to the perfect current news. OnlyFans goes clean. Perfect. It's like yo. <laughs> This guy, this guy's good. This guy's good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, funny. dude. With with what with essentially, it comes down to advertising. Uh, it comes down to advertising uh, capabilities, right? Let's see. Turn this light on. It's so dark. In here. It's too dark. Oh. Too dark. Nice. It's all better. Um, Mike, what? What essentially we're getting into with this combo is, uh, it, 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 so then obviously OnlyFans is pretty much 80% of it is dedicated to this explicit content, right? And they've been trying to raise capital for a few years with a lot of, uh, with a lot of banks and venture capitalists who even have said not to even take them seriously past due diligence, which was the first line of the first line of, of consideration if somebody is going to invest in your company or not. So for OnlyFans to um, be struggling with that, I think speaks a lot more to how people monetize things on the internet, right? And with streaming, ad revenue is super, super important. And when people do not want to be affiliated with this type of content and the company can make and raise capital on its own, it then has to adhere to what investors would want, which is not this type of pornographic content. And I think, thank you, first of all, for that that 
that summary. And I think that that kind of just begs the question, well, it's their, it's their primary, if it's their primary source of content, right? Like, it's interesting that they would choose to abandon precisely what has made them, put, put them in the position that they're in, right? To even attract investors or even to be in the room to have conversations. And it's like, I don't know, maybe as a create as a as a creator or somebody who who is always trying to be on the side of of creators, I, I wanna I would love to see them think of a way to like yeah, I don't know. I, I it's it's funny, there's so many different connections to it. And I think part of what makes me kind of want them to 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 go a different way or to kind of fight for that that space and explicit content is that like, yeah, maybe we need to knock down some of these taboos. Maybe, maybe they're there. I don't know of another space for like people that are to have the opportunity to make money in that way off of like, and that's their choice, right? Off of their bodies, off of, yeah. you know, their, whatever they choose to show sexually. And yeah. So I think, I think part of me just wishes there was a, there was a fight harder for that. Although I certainly wasn't in the room with the, with the only fans lawyers and them. Um, so it'll you be are only in the room with only fans. Oh on. God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But what, but what, um, what you allude to though, which I think is super important, right. Is the payments of cure or the payments of, of, um, of, of content creators, especially in the, in the sex, in the sex industry, right? Like we know that women are highly mistreated within that industry, um, regardless of what new precautions are being done to be a sex worker as a woman is still a, a significantly dangerous job. Um, and one that there's a lot of exploitation. I mean, last year, or I think it was earlier this year, you had Pornhub had that massive, it wasn't even a massive scandal, to be honest, but a lot of people that were supporting Pornhub, um, Visa card, MasterCard, different um, system uh, uh, systems providers for them pulled back because of seeing the live someone exposed how much child pornography was all was on that site and also how many uh, court cases were up against them for women who were exploited through fake casting videos revenge porn things like that right so it, it is it is unfortunate because this was always a good alley for people to be able to make capital off of so it's like if what's really interesting about this from like a financial perspective and a fundraising perspective because i'm currently in a position where I'm, I'm also trying to raise cash for a particular company and talking to venture capitalists and things like that for Pornhub, their growth has actually been super, super incredible. I mean, you talk about a company that did $375 million in revenue last year, and this year is doing 1.3 billion, 1.7 billion this year, right? So like, that's insane, the figures, but it just goes to show then that even with numbers that high um, and having you know, even though it's that high, it, it all comes down to who is backing you, who's supporting you, who's funding you, and he who pays the nasty piper, in this case, um, calls the tunes. Yeah. Thank you. You kind of, yeah, you did a really great job of explaining, I think, what I was feeling in terms of just wanting there to be uh, a, a greater fight for the, yeah, for people to get paid, you know what I mean? And safely. Right. And, and, and hoping that there would be a community of, of corporations that, yeah, do understand the importance of that and would, and would be willing to advertise, even if it is a little bit, it is a little bit awkward, right, to be associated with like a sexual site. But that, I mean, 
I think I can think of sexual health and wellness, like, you know, whether it's therapy, whether it's physical therapy, whether it's uh, like sex toys and relationship, like things that can expand people's like relationships. I just I feel like there is so much room to move into a space where we get rid of the taboos and can start having different conversations about sex. People can be safer in doing work and earning money related to these industries. Um, and, and this kind of shows is like a defeat in battle of that. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, people, for sure, I mean, people working on OnlyFans, like there's over what they said, over 5,000 people that are making at least five fifty thousand dollars a year. You know what I mean? That's incredible. That's like a starting salary for an ad, for a high level analyst, you know, coming out of college. So think about the, the people that are getting fed. And if we're being like even more go women, right? There's the, if, if there's, um, there was a statistic that I was reading about how many people get fed when a woman makes capital, makes cash and, and has an income as opposed to how many people get fed when a man does, you know, obviously when a man makes cash, that usually ends in a smaller radius of people than a woman who's more likely to buy clothing for school kids, feed more people, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what the male only fans looks like. In this particular instance, I don't know how many people are there. Quite frankly, I've never bought anything off of OnlyFans, but I could imagine it's an overwhelming majority of women who are producing content on there. Um, so it's sad that they're the ones that have to get um, they're the ones that have to get chopped down, man. I love seeing women get paid. I love seeing women make money on their own accord and taking controls of their bodies and their content. And this one can't stand for, even though I don't pay for it, I still would like them to get paid. Yes, sir. Well done. Well said. I think you I think you 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 put a bow on that one for us, man. I, I appreciate that. That's current news. Do you have any comments about OnlyFans? If you are a, a connoisseur of the site, you know, drop your experiences in the comments. Not too explicit, but let us know. We love engagement. So hit us up, man. You know, shout out to our fans as well. What what was something I heard that was super funny? Somebody said uh, now these now the girls on OnlyFans are gonna know what it feels like to market a mixtape <laughs> to promote a mixtape. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, watch out, Cardi B. They're coming for you. Look, man, this podcast wouldn't be nothing, 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 nothing like Bernie Mac say nothing, nothing. This podcast would not be nothing without the community of people that supports it, man. You know what I'm saying? And our artist of residence, if we can if we can call him that, you know, our in-live house artist, cooler than black emojis, returns for our spotlight. You know, our spotlight segment, something we like to do to lift up the creativity of the people that are in our circle. You know what I'm saying? So if you got something that you do, that you love, that you want lifted up, that you want spotlighted, hit us up comments hit us up send us a message get in the dms man you know how to find us man all the way live media at gmail is is, is a simple way we got you we'll spotlight your stuff yes, right right here cooler than black emojis man Zoe, tell me what you think about this piece we got right here man for our youtube listeners and for our audio listeners man describe it you know I mean, this, the boy's dope, man. The boy's very clean with it, man. If you're if you're into aesthetics and if you're into the texture of imagery and if you're into um, what what contemporary imagery, conceptual imagery looks like from a photo photographic perspective on 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 film, shot on film, which is something that doesn't happen much today, 
um, you're really going to dig it. You know, it's, it's very difficult to transcribe the texture of what these images look like on the site, but I do implore everybody to go check out his stuff on, um, go check out his stuff on his webpage, which we have got the link at the bottom on IG. Check him out. And when you see him, give him a microphone to let him know that it's the all the way live plan in there. Let him know that that work is dope, man. We appreciate him for sharing that with us as well. Yeah, man. When I look at this, I see dark tones. I see black tones. I see chestnut tones. I see hazelnut tones. I see love between black and brown people, man. I think that piece of art really encapsulates, you know, so much of what this show is about and, and, and lifting up love for people, lifting up those in our community is also what the show is about. So again, 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 please share with us something you would want us to spotlight, man. And also if you is a corporation, you know what I'm saying? Or if you got a product, you know, or a business, you know what I'm saying? Big, small, whatever, hit us up, man. We also have the ability to, you know what I'm saying? Get your product out there to more people. Communicate to a different audience, a different community that you might not be able to communicate to. Hit us up, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But right now, the show is sponsored by, funded by, made possible by, you know what I'm saying? The Mandulo Foundation. So, Zoya, you know about it, man. You know about it. Oh, at the Mandula Foundation, man, you know, we're very, very focused on helping out the kids, um, you know, so gracious in that the, the company is is allowing us to, to be sponsored in order to get this content out. So shout out to that. We just finished feeding over 2 million mouths this year alone, and it could not be even possible. I feel like there's drops coming in. Let them drop. Let them rain. Had to. Got Hell to. yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we're fed over 2 million miles on our way to 10 million. Please, please, please go onto the website. Check it out. There's a whole bunch of dope information here on this website regarding the initiatives that we utilize, regarding the different uh, objectives that we do. we got the pantry, feeding kids, digital youth, skills development. It's all about it, man. You know, it's all about empowerment and community. If you want to be a part of it, please do let us know. If there's a little bit of a value contribution people want to be able to make to it, let us know. The, lo the donate uh, the donate option is available onto the website, so be sure to give that a look too. Drop some pennies and help us feed these kids, man. Man, feed, teach, reach. We're doing it all, man. You know, I, I, I want to just, just show love for, for all the work and effort that you put into that. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be wild, interesting navigating the waters uh, with you with you in your new destination in Europe, man. But the work that's been done is crazy. I won't feel so bad now. I won't be the only one that's not at all of the fun days. You know what I'm saying? I'm missing out on all the fun. We'll both have to zoom in and Skype in for all of those amazing work being done over Definitely. there. But y'all see it, man. You know whether it's art, whether it's whether it's an organization, whether it's a product. Share it with us because we will lift it up and put it on this stage, put it on this platform, and that reach will grow with us. It's all about building community, man. That's what that segment is about. That's what we do between Stumble Upon and Current News. We're about to get deep. Hey. It's about to get real. You got it. It's about to get real. It's, a, it's about to get real. I mean, like, look, dude. What we enjoy doing on this show, clearly, as people can tell, is reviewing um, hip-hop and this week, that don't change. We are blessed to be able to be reviewing Benny the Butcher's Pyrex Picasso. 
is he the Picasso of the Pyrex? Is he creating Picasso out of Pyrex? He does say, when I put a Picasso into the Pyrex, there's a whole lot to decipher. But at the end of the day, man, we've been blessed with some of that good, good hip-hop. A six-piecer, a seven-piecer, quick in and out, but this is as close to flawless of a EP as you can get. I love this thing, man. I love it. I love being right. I love it. I love being right about an artist, man. You know, when you when you when you hear somebody and you hear the potential and even see them start to reach some success and go, nah, they're gonna go higher. I know they're gonna it's it's incredible to see an artist uh just reach the heights and, and, and continue to go above and beyond. As a fan, there are a few artists that I think Betty is inching into their space where quantity and quality is is it's hard to match you know everybody speaks about wayne's kind of historic 0809 run where there was just all of this music that everybody loved um and i'm thinking of artists you know to bring it to today i'm thinking of like a freddie gibbs with you know pinata to bandana to alfredo to to mm-hmm. all of all of these artists that are that are or I shouldn't even say all of these, the few artists that are able to put out multiple projects a year and have their fan bases just so, so satisfied. Uh, Benny is not dropping the ball on that, man. And Pyrex Picasso is the next in a line of different albums, different albums with different sounds, different objectives, and he's hitting the mark on each one. I, I got nothing but praise for what, what Benny's doing, firmly taking the forefront of, of Griselda to me. And, and 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 pushing it maybe uh, as other artists add different creative spices, definitely pushing you know the bounds of of what type of music can be made and and how popular it can be. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, I think the big thing that you said is taking risks, right? Which is something that I think Benny has done very well. Me and you have had a very notorious. Uh, we've had a a long fight about. Benny's value and placement into Griselda, I think it's important to understand the type of content that's coming out of Griselda at the moment is super, super heavy, man. I mean, these boys are really putting out some serious, serious music. You got Rick Hyde putting out some incredible albums. You've got Mike Harvey putting out some incredible albums. You have um, Benny growing people under his own tutelage, um, under his own uh, BSF records. And then you also have uh, Conway under the drum worker records. So there's but, you know, both teams are, are really pushing. And even on on um, on uh, Conway's side, you have uh, that love, the genius. Uh, she is super, super, super ill. You know, so clearly these guys have a knack for what's ill, what's hard, what's dope to be able to listen to. And it's dope to be able to see uh, Benny be able to encapsulate that with, you know, putting in Al Camino and all of these tracks. Um, when you look at the production credit lines as well, you're looking at Chopper Rock and Rare Skrilla, who handle essentially all of the all of the instrumentals on this album it's so clean it's it's you know you think that you would find you think you could get to a place where you are exhausted of 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 Benny's content right especially coming off of what people would call a shaky um a shaky plugs i met too and then even shakier uh, that's that's what people would say though, bro. People would say who is saying that? Who, is that Chilla? Chilla, <laughs> stop saying that. The plugs <laughs> I met to is shaky. All right, <laughs> Zway and his two consultants are hating on Benny Z- <laughs> the Butcher's last couple projects. <laughs> I have not read that anywhere <laughs> that anybody thought plugs I met to was shaky. 
I think that that's a, I think that that's great. I think that I think that I think if you love this album, I don't think you get Flood the Block without the Plugs on that too. The cap the way that he's captured that 80s cocaine era sound and in a way that, you know, isn't just the the grimy scrape the bowl. If that's what you want, if you want that grimy, you know, off beat, off kilter flow, then Benny is then Benny is showing that he can do that, especially on tracks like the Iron Curtain. But I think that the flip side of the the on beat Griselda in terms of creating music that is like, yo, that captures a feeling. Flood the Block is a perfect example of how do you take a disco sample that's that obnoxious and make it that and 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 use it to perfectly put me in whether it's Scarface, Carlito's Way, whether it's you know these these mafia movies, The Godfather. I'm 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 there. I'm feel I'm there. Yeah. And and to be transported there by the music, I think is what his last projects have been building up to. Um, so I gotta. Bark definitely being called shaky man i don't think so but but i think the good point that you're putting up right is that all of these different uh skill sets that uh benny has taken on to 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 finally get to a place where it seems like the perfect mixture of being able to rely on strong samples the perfect mixture of being able to add some commercial flair with um some of the records even that fly with me that sounds like something that could have even existed on the title of the creator record uh, just in terms of its instrumentation and how beautifully set it is, you know, that's something that has somewhat of a more of a commercial feel that steps away from, as you said, that bottom of the that bottom of the pot scrape. The bottom of the pot uh, sounds like it comes off with the iron curtain. But for me, man, I think from all the way from track three to seven is pretty much flawless. You know, even flood the block is pretty powerful. Favorite song stands out for me, obviously that iron curtain seventy three featuring Al Camino and Rick Hyde. Al Camino pulls all the way up with this uh, on this on this album Al Camino really does show man I think when you have tracks like 73 when you have Al Camino Rick Hyde and Betty going on and each of them are clearly giving what feels to be one of their best performances you can't tell who did it better that's the type of competitive energy that I like about hip-hop man yeah yeah you 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 hit the nail on the head I would say flood the block 73 uh Pyrex Picasso like are maybe my highlights, but everything on this album is solid. Uh, it speaks to that formula of about what? What's this? Seven tracks, seven to nine, seven to eleven. These Griselda boys are are, are bodying and are putting out quality, quality work at an incredible pace. Um, this is just a continuation of that for me, and and I'm excited to see you know what comes next. Uh, I would I would be. I just these these guys are in their lane, man. You know, it's, it's it speaks to the quality of the music when this is a collective. We got an album like What Would Sheen Do? And yet I'm content whichever way they go, whether they get back together, whether they keep putting out solo projects, you know, I'm I'm they've <laughs> they're clearly not listening to anybody in terms of what they're doing, and that's working for them. So far be it for me to say anything, but thank you more, please. I love it. I love it. If you're giving, we gotta give it a score, brother. What you feeling? I'm gonna say it's a four point five, man. This is this is, and and with holding a re, regarding the right to be like, yo, I might I might change that and up it all the way to a five later. I'm only a couple spins in, but man, do I do I like this? Do I appreciate it? And do I just yeah, this just the 
the risk, the willingness to go there, where he's pushing the music to uh, as an artist that, you know, I think a lot of people wouldn't think of as pushing the music. And as you said, as the way of a Tyler, the creator, I, I love it. Yeah. Four out of five for me. What about you? Um, I have to give it the same four out of five, man. I think um, I think that was a super, super, this is a super solid piece of work. Um, but that Iron Curtain, man, that Iron Curtain is different. That Iron Curtain slap's different. This this takes me back definitely to that Tana Talk 3, Benny, where it's just hard hip-hop, grimy content, and, and just incredible production. So to see it all be done um, by, by the same by the same producer, shout out to them. Um, clearly, we're able to encapsulate uh, a particular sound. I, I really, really do dig this piece, this 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 album, man. Four point five out of five mics. If you haven't, check out that Rick Hyde. Check out that Rick Hyde. That's that's if you like if you if you like this, we suggest that. Yes, sir. That Rick Hyde, that Boldy James and the Alchemist, Bo Jackson. Uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of there's a lot of good music out, man. I, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Before I am conscious, I am thankful that we have this opportunity to interact with the people. You know what I'm saying? Recommended mm-hmm. and review, you know? So re- we review what you recommend. So recommend some. And we recommend what we think is cool. We definitely recommend this Benny the Butcher. My guy. Broder. Where we at with Hey, it? man, I think these... I mean, I think with these people, man, what we do is uh, come through here every week. We show up. We stick to our word. We get on these microphones and we just be talking and talking, but we do always do it with the right intention. And that intention is positivity. That intention is love. That intention is inclusivity. That intention is is um, deep thoughts and really trying to create what we feel to be cohesive conversations that can exist outside of just this platform, ingratiating people, celebrating people, lifting people up, man, because we definitely know. We know. Yeah. Yep, we're aware. You know, it's, a, it's 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 inescapable how many podcasts it is. In fact, you had to scroll past at least two or three just to get to this. And if you are hearing this, if you are hearing the sweet soulful sounds of Chestnut, shout out my brother and Hazelnut tones at this moment, then you are a true fan. You have truly been rocking with us, and we truly, truly appreciate you as you join us on this celebration of life. The celebration of love, the celebration of celebrating, the celebration of how good it feels to be black. Don't it feel good this way? It's my favorite thing. It's his favorite thing. He tell you every week. It's his favorite. I'm going to keep asking him, though. So join us next week, man, to hear why it's his favorite thing. This is also a celebration of you. So we hope it feels good to be you. We hope you eat something delicious, hug somebody you love, peace, water, Like that, we go.